Welcome to Happy Hour with Two Teachers Walk Into a Bar. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Nancy. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us again this week. We're here every Wednesday with new episodes. Uh, And I lied to you last week. I did. I'm a liar. You did. I'm I'm confused. March, I'm lying McLyerson. (laughs) So what I said last week was that this week we would be talking to a new teacher and her mentor. But the truth of the matter is, no, we're saving that for next week, which is episode 20. Super exciting. And we're going to be talking to Casey (laughs) Nielsen and Lindsay Eifert. Um, They teach together. And uh, Casey reached out to Lindsay uh, and asked her in a very unique way to be her sort of mentor in her first year. And it's just a lovely story. They're lovely people. Can't wait for you to hear what they have to say. But we do want to thank you for being here with us. And we hope that you will click subscribe wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Please follow us on Two Teachers Walk Into a Bar on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And send us messages, please, at Two Teachers Walk Into a Bar at gmail.com. We got the sweetest message this week. And I'm going to save it for the hell yeah, but uh, it it was just, it made my oh, whole week. I love that. And that's kind of what we're talking about today, Charlotte, because the topic of today's show is how to put the fun back in functioning, which is kind of where I think a lot of teachers live during a majority of the school year. In, in right. that realm that we call functioning. Yeah, right? I love your play on words with that. I saw well, the title you, and I'm like, oh, there's Nancy being creative again. Oh, I sure. I love it. No, I kind of stole it from the whole <laughs> putting the hot back in psychotic. Um, yeah. Because that's a, another way that teachers <laughs> feel sometimes. And Not that's the hot that part, I, but the, yeah, I yeah. relate to that too. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. These, it is these, so important to put the fun into this job because it could get so mundane and so never ending. It really is a job that is never done Mm -hmm. kind of like parenting. That's right. Um, So it's never done. Yeah. We used to say, uh, my friend Amy and I used to say all the time, I could spend two weeks straight, not go home, not sleep, not eat, not do anything else. And I still wouldn't be done with the things that I need to do because it is a never ending job. Each student is a never ending job when you get right down to it. Right. And it's not, it's not healthy too. I think that I'm thankful that we're piggybacking this episode with next week's with the new teacher Mm -hmm. because it's not healthy. And I was one of those teachers that was there. The first one there, the last one gone, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and I look back at that time of my life and think, oh my gosh, it was so unhealthy. And I, and I really did think something was wrong. Like why, how did everyone else leave and how Mm. are they done? You know, I really thought something was wrong with me. So I think the more we talk about this job in education and how it isn't, you have to have boundaries and, and make it fun and don't forget why you're there and what the purpose is. And so hopefully we'll give a lot of good stuff today to keep it fun and functioning. I love that, Charlotte. And you brought up such a good point. And it's a great topic for another show. And I think we'll call it don't let the door hit you. Because there is a time when you have to leave. Yep. So that you can stay functioning. I mean, let alone the fun part of it. Yeah, 
I was so thankful for the the seasoned teachers that were there because yeah. they would say things and I used to n- not really understand or I'm so thankful for them even more now when I look back to our staff because they would say, Charlotte, do not bring that book bag home. Uh-huh. You're just going to drive it in your car mm-hmm. and don't take your weekend. You need to be refreshed because I was constantly, even when I was letting the door you know, hit me and then yeah. um, I would bring more home. When you have the audacity to go home. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. They're like, you are not bringing that book bag home, are you? Yeah. So, you know, just them saying that showed me like, okay, I am letting this take over my life. Yes. You know. And and there, yeah, John Baker, when we talked to him a couple episodes ago, he made the point of saying you have to balance your job and your life. Otherwise, you really can't be an effective participant in either one of them. And that's so right. true. I want right. to, um, like when I think about those mentor teachers who helped me along in my first years of sort of helping me find that balance, I think of um, Katie Caswell and Connie Russo who were uh, like my moms away from home. And and that, yeah. that really does speak a lot to what we're talking about next week with Casey and Lindsay. But Today, we are talking about how to spice up each day. And I know this feels different for different people. Like, for instance, um, how you how you spice up each day kind of depends on your personality. The things that I do to keep things fun are entirely different than somebody who's an introvert. Good point. Would do things to keep things fun. But I also want to encourage people to kind of break out of those um, habits that maybe they've fallen into, try something new, you know, it's so helpful. Yeah. Whenever we see teachers on campus, we ask, how's it going? Isn't that the question we always ask? And it's whether we're crossing the playground or the yard, uh, you know, walking up to the office or back standing in line for the bathroom, uh, or the copier, how is it going? And people will typically respond in a couple of different ways that are, relatively predictable they might answer with something sort of seemingly unrelated like it's tuesday or you know heaven Mm -hmm. forbid it's monday yeah or it's hump day or i need wine or yeah i need quality time with uh (laughs) yeah right i need quality time with gentleman jack or maybe um just a single verb i'm functioning today two teachers want to help you And those two teachers are Charlotte and Nancy. We want to help you and your staff put the fun back into the function of teaching because there is a science to it. Um, I love, I was reading an article by Brain World and they quoted John Steinbeck, who was not only a fantastic author. Well, I guess it depends on your taste in literature, but he was a dude who knew his shizzle. (laughs) When it came to a teacher's job, he said, I have come to believe that great teachers are great artists. Teaching might even be the greatest of the arts since the medium is the human mind and spirit. Mr. John Steinbeck. Isn't that the truth? It's the spirit and the mindset that we bring to our jobs that creates the experience not just for our students, but also for ourselves and our colleagues. And when we bring energy and we bring optimism and we bring positivity, those things can't help. Science has proved it. Those things can't help 
but to rub off on the environment. Right. There's another study, and let me... Um, oh, it was an article that I read by somebody named Nicole Spector. Um, she was quoting a Dr. Isha Gupta, who's a neurologist. Um, and Isha Gupta, I don't know if that's male or female, um, said that a smile, the physical act of smiling spurs a chemical reaction in the brain, releasing certain hormones, including dopamine and serotonin. Well, dopamine and serotonin are also connected to depression when they're in very low levels in people. So your brain doesn't know if it's smiling because you're genuinely happy, if that you're smiling because you're genuinely happy. All your brain knows is that you're smiling and those hormones are created. Right. So, we it's a great thing to tell our students and to teach our students that not to mask what you're truly feeling but to allow the corners of your mouth to turn upward yeah i feel like that's why when um even in in real life like at the grocery store or yeah. i'm so thankful masks are removed because <laughs> it made it weird because yes. no one you couldn't tell it looked like everybody wasn't smiling and it affected there was like this just darkness, you know, in our world, literally, like yes. nobody was, couldn't see each other smile. So it is a beautiful thing and it does spread when, so what, what else would you do, Nancy? Like, how do you do prep well, to make your day fun or to suggestions. make suggestions? And, and again, like it makes me want to go back to the classroom. If I could, I would. I believe that music is next to water and wind, the most powerful force on earth. I truly, truly do. Yes, I do too. And some people aren't comfortable dancing in front of other people. That's fine. Pick a song each week or each day, depending on how much fun you need back in your function. Pick a song that really makes you move. Play it in your classroom before your kids come in in the morning and dance. Now, if you have a next door neighbor that shares a magic connecting door with you, invite that person in to dance. Yeah. If you are really close with your grade level team, or even if you're not, invite them in to dance. If so, I were on campus, I'd send an email to the whole staff. I'm going to have a dancing session from 7.30 to 7.35. You are on hilarious. So wait, you're talking mm -hmm. not with your class. No. With right. the staff. Before yeah. school. Yes. Oh my gosh. I want to be on staff with you. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, Amy and I used to do that all the time. Amy Ackley, and, and it never failed if I played a pink song or, you know, she and I, we differed a lot in our musical taste. She kind of uh -huh. liked the grunge stuff of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was Nirvana. not at all into grunge. Yeah. But yeah. if I put on anything by pink, I could be guaranteed that she'd come sailing through my door <laughs> um, you know, playing air guitar, singing. And, and that's the thing. Even if people aren't comfortable dancing in an email to the whole staff, say, bring your air guitars, bring your air drums, bring your head banging. And let's just have five minutes. And if you're worried that 730 to 735 is contract time, then do it 725 to 730 or whatever right. is your, you know what I mean? Out five minutes right. outside of your contract time. But I'm telling you it it builds um camaraderie it it uh, it creates talking well, it releases points. yeah oh, it releases course. so much Absolutely. you know of the stress we hold 
And then I did used to play a song in the morning for my kids as they walked in. Now, it depends on the class you have, because for some kids, like if you have a, a room where your management isn't under control uh, or students are, you know, for whatever mm -hmm. organic reason, unable to control themselves, then that can be a liability to play music and, you know, they could I know somebody. I was always worried about that mm -hmm. because I would do Radio Disney sometimes because yeah. they played more of the hip songs, but they would make sure it was kid friendly. Yeah. So I thought I was safe, you know, with that. But I know it's so sad that we have to worry so much about who we're going to offend. Oh, or you're what. talking about the, content. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking just about eat. like physical movement around. the. Oh, room yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But you're right. Both. That's a huge consideration. Right. Yeah. Both of them. That again, back to how hard this job is. It is it's like you can't. It's yeah, hard to e do everywhere anything. you step. It's a it's a hot button, you know. Yes. So aside yeah. from the dancing, and again, if you say, "Well, that's a silly idea. That's not for me." Stop and think a minute. Take five minutes and dance in your house and see if you don't feel better. Turn the corners of your mouth into a smile and see if you don't feel better. You right will. Science proves it. Uh, right. Here's my other suggestion. I, and this is something that has sort of been a byproduct of being sick. I find that I look forward to certain things. And to me, uh, the way that I avoid depression and the way that I avoid um, sort of letting, becoming overwhelmed with my illness. Negativity. Is I plan yeah. things that I'm looking forward to. I love having lunch with my old friends. I love planning, um, you know, something that takes an hour or two is the most really I can do at a time. Um, watching a softball game now the softball season has started. That's my go-to. Um, mm -hmm. But but people who are willing to drive out here and have lunch with me, I genuinely am like a dog when the owner comes home. I'm so excited to see them. And so I need to plan those little things. If you plan little things during your work week that you're looking forward to on campus, not away from campus, but on campus, you will feel better. Another thing that I do is um, I've started sending random gifts to random people that I don't know well. I'll ask someone for their address and they'll say, oh, okay, well, you know, gee, I don't know what she wants my address for. Mm hmm and I'll find something on Amazon, something small that makes me think of them, and I send it to them. And when I get that notification that the package has been delivered, I'm like, Whoo! oh my gosh, yeah. somebody's going to be yeah. so surprised. And it makes me happy. I know yes. that sounds nerdy. I know that sounds Pollyanna-ish, but I love to do it. I don't you think can... it does at all, Nancy, because I think when you do, the the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing the serving part of life and the, yes, when you yes. do things for others, that's truly what does bring joy and fun. And um, yes. back to your what you were saying about lunch, I'm such a theme nerd too. And we, uh, we had a staff for years, we called ourselves the Lunch Bunch, and we would have themes. And Nancy, 
those days that it was lunch bunch days, I I got up better. My, yep. you know, sometimes before my alarm even went off, mm-hmm. I just kind of because I had to get ready and get all everything. We always had themes. Like sometimes it would be salad bar or soup kitchen, or um, we always had a oh, theme. That's so cute. And so each grade level would have like a certain part. Like fourth grade would do the bread, and fifth grade, you know, we had it pretty organized. So it was a lot of work when it was your turn. But then it. you know someone else would have the the you know, leadership of saying what it was, but, and then you didn't have to join if you were one of those introvert teachers that didn't want to, you know, it wasn't like you had to, but for me, I like those days, it was, you know, nothing to do with my teaching job, you know, but it really did make that day more fun. I wanted to go there. So it's not even about being organized with your classroom. Like I went on the weekends and I did all the little bells and whistles you need to do to have a successful week, the extra mile, mm-hmm. but yeah, just something as simple as a soup <laughs> for lunch yeah. with your colleagues. It kind of made us all, you know, just join together and have a meal together. And Absolutely. it was really fun. You remind me of uh, a team that I was on and it was actually a fifth and sixth grade. We had lunch together at the same time and we would do, people would trade off Gosh, I think there were five or six of us. I don't remember if we did it once a month. I don't. I can't mm-hmm. imagine that we did it once a week, but maybe we did. But my friend Lynn Dickinson, she was so creative with food, and she would always bring things that were like Halloween themed. Yeah, I don't even yeah. think it had to be October, and she'd bring like these things that looked like spiders, but they were really, you know some vegetables with uh, licorice yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, I yeah, love yum. that. Vegetables and licorice, great combination. <laughs> uh, she was a much better cook than that. <laughs> no, she was a great cook, actually. Is, still is. Sorry, she's not posthumous, but um, yeah. She. So we, we did those fun things, too. And, and it does. It builds that camaraderie. And it makes you feel like you can continue to put one foot in front of the other. I would even go uh, this step and say once a week, Send a happy note. Put a happy note in the mailbox. It could just be on a sticky. Um, and leave it in the mailbox of somebody on your staff with whom you don't have a relationship or a strong one necessarily. And that could be anybody who fulfills any po- position on your school campus. And just say, I just wanted to reach out and say, I hope you have a great day. And if there's something you notice about what they do that you like or that they have great shoes or they're funny or whatever, mm-hmm. give that compliment, leave it in their mailbox. It makes someone's day. And again, what you put into the universe, it comes back tenfold. So put those great things out there. I knew um, it wasn't a staff that I was on, but we did play, play, print, play, play plenty of practical jokes. That's not easy. There to say. we go. That is hard to say. Right. <laughs> There was a staff in our district who uh, the principal had a really freaky looking doll and it used to get moved from room to room very secretly. Nobody knew and, and it would be like 
like the elf on a shelf. It would be doing something. And uh, like maybe it wrote a message on a whiteboard. Nothing that students would have ever seen. Terrifying. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nothing that students would have ever seen, but um, definitely something that a teacher would walk into their room and go, oh my gosh, that's hysterical. Um, I worked with a couple of guys at my last school. Uh, One was a USC fan. One was a UCLA fan. And they would destroy each other's classrooms the morning of the game. And just littered with the school colors. Right. Um, And and again, now that was something where the kids thought it was funny, too. And they could take part in helping to pick it up or, you know, getting back at that other teacher. I always taught my kids. There's a funny skit on SNL that was uh, Brian Cranston. And I forget who the other one. uh, And it was a song called I Sent a Bottle of Sparkling Apple Juice to Your House. Did you get it? Look it up online if you haven't uh-huh. heard of it. And I would teach my class how to sing it every year, each new class. I, the first day of school, I'm like, this is going to sound really strange, but I need you to learn how to sing this song. And it's specifically timed. And they would learn it. And I'd always have them sing it to the same teacher every year. So I'd say, hey, Mr. Desmond, um, did you have a minute? Like if we were picking up our classes off the yard, I'd say my class mm-hmm. just has a quick question for you. And they'd sing this song. Oh, I sent my a bottle gosh, of sparkling funny. apple juice to your house. Did you get it? And it became just this really fun thing that involved the kids. It involved the staff. And um, yeah, lightens you know, everyone up. It does. Yeah. Here's yeah. one last thought from me. And that is um, I, there's something called being booed over Halloween. Yeah. Have you yeah. been booed or else? Yes, I have. I still boo. I, I got to share that. something. Okay, Clayton Minta is at college, and yes. I started that boo thing, you know, when they were toddlers mm-hmm. or little kids. And we did it in our, on our staff and stuff too. And he did it this year. It's did so funny. He? We didn't even talk about this. I didn't know you were going to bring this up. I on love this that podcast. about Clayton. I tried he to get Sharon to do that on, in her dorm. Like, yeah. At the dorm doors, and he said, Mom, you have no idea what joy it is bringing me to walk down the halls and see how many people have been doing it. Because there would be the boo. Remember, you'd put a boo sign if you were booed. Yes. So then anyone that saw an empty door, um, and I'm I'm like, to know that I started that. (laughs) You know, nobody knows that it was Clayton. But I just thought, yay, it's continuing the, the theme dork. The theme dork. It's we call ourselves the, the holiday dork. dorks. The holiday dorks. I'm so we just glad that joy. Clayton's doing that, and it it it's so How important fun. that we I know take the time to not just do but think about a special way to reach out to people. That's an awesome way to do it. I tried to encourage my youngest one to do it um, up in Oregon, and yeah. she's like, "Mom, people are going to think I'm weird." I, seriously, they don't even know. No, they're they're going to you love do it, it. secret. Yeah. Yes. See, you'll have to say, see, Clayton did it. Did you? Yeah. We should have put sparkling apple juice in it. See? <laughs> and the song goes like this. It goes, I sent a bottle of sparkling apple juice to your house. Oh, oh, did you I get it. it? <laughs> and there's, it's a whole skit. So my class would sing it. They'd have the timing down, everything. Uh, they didn't know why they were singing that song, but they loved the fact right, that they were doing right. it. So I'm going to look it up now there. Yeah, you have to. It's really it's 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 silly. It's funny. But there are so many different things that you can do to bring 
some fun into functioning for not just yourself, not just your students, but your whole staff. It's tough times. These these are dark days for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. And and it's just a way to add levity. Levity is you can't overdose on it, you know? Yeah. And I and agree. I and I would never want anyone again, I would never want anyone to think that I'm not fully aware of the problems that exist in schools and within certain classrooms. But I do as a social experiment encourage you to try to have this conversation with your students about the importance of smiling, about the importance of Mm -hmm. doing for others, make it literally a social experiment, Mm -hmm. you know, draw a hypothesis, do the experiment, look at your conclusions and your, your outcomes and conclusions and see if your class doesn't just further appreciate the fact. Well, I remember seeing a poster about that. Like we all smile in the same language. Like, so not even a language barrier, mood barriers. Like right. we all are coming to school and trying to do our best, but we have a lot on our plate and a lot of hard with it's this true. world that we're living in. So it is hard to put on that smiling face and mm-hmm. um, continue and work hard for all, you know, you're dealing with all these different families, you know, that are coming with the same heart. And so that's our job, I yeah. think, is to still continue to raise the bar and, you know, bring joy yeah. and bring fun. And this is into a the fun function. way to raise the bar. Yeah, so if you, if you raise the bar and you have stories to share, please don't forget to send them back to us at two teachers walk into a bar at gmail.com. I want to give a shout out to someone that we don't even know. Charlotte, nor I know this person. She um, is Sophie or SoFi educator. Um, and she, that's a, social media name. Mm -hmm. And she sent a message in reply to a post that I made over the weekend about snuggling up with two teachers, walk into a bar. And she said something about it being the best way to spend a weekend to pour yourself a cuppa and (laughs) spend some time with two teachers, walk into a bar. And she gave us props for trying to lighten the load, giving some helpful tips, even having a sense of humor, which is questionable on some days, but, (laughs) but she, um, so nice. She was so sweet. And I said, Hey, you know, send me your, uh, your information, DM me your information. I'll send you a two teachers walk into a bar podcast sticker. And, um, I haven't heard back from her. So I hope that she doesn't um, get a sticker, right? I know (laughs) if anybody wants a two teachers walk into a bar sticker, for your whiteboard or your, uh, shoot, even a window decal, um, send me your information and I will send you one. I didn't and get one. I know you didn't. <laughs> I'm going to send, send you my digits. I guess I'm to work to send you digits, girl. Yep. <laughs> I, you I have your digits. I need to yes. send you one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. So next week we're talking to a brand new teacher. Until then, keep raising that bar, teachers. Cheers. Cheers.